The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Man Whore Podcast fans can enjoy 40 free minutes of sexy, ethical porn viewing by signing up at ManWhorePod.com slash HotMovies. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up all you starlets and harlots, fangirls and camgirls? This is Billy Presida and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. All right, hello everyone, how you doing? Welcome to the show if you're new and, you know, welcome back if you're not. I am your host, comedian Billy Presida. If you are new to my program, this is a podcast where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. However, uh, this week's special guest is not one of my former flames, although I did finger her in a Patreon bonus episode for educational and entertainment purposes only. I've got on a porn performer, Jay Taylor, this week, everyone, and I cannot wait to share her with y'all in a bit. But first, no show dates right now. No show dates to promote at the moment, okay? If you want to stay up to date with all the latest Man Whore podcast news, if you want to be notified when I am performing in a city near you, sign up for the mailing list by heading on over to manwhorepod.com. You'll see a uh, sign-up list on the right-hand side if you're on desktop or at the bottom of everything uh, if you're scrolling on mobile. So, uh, surprisingly, I have gotten some negative feedback regarding episode 208 with Sarah. The fan whore who blew a bunch of strangers to get to Brooklyn just to blow me. Uh, it seems that some of y'all thought it was rather douchey that I responded to her sexual advances with a sexual challenge. A few people were like, was she not cute enough for you? Don't you think that's disrespectful? Is your ego out of control, Mr. Billy Presida? But before I say anything else, I, I want to say that I do appreciate the feedback. Not all of your comments need to be positive, you know, just so long as your feedback is respectful and honest, I'm good with it. And any negative words I got about this particular incident were delivered respectfully. Because, hey, if you come at me with respect, I will respond with respect. Now, when I said on that episode... An easy blowjob from a stranger? Not interesting enough. Those are not the words I used when messaging Sarah. Uh, quite precisely. And, and there was a ton, days worth, possibly weeks worth of correspondence in between her initial come on and my stranger play proposals. We just, we just didn't read you a full transcript of our DMs and maybe some of y'all took me too literally. I, uh, I want to steal a bit from comedian Jim Jeffries uh, from, his, uh, from his latest special, Freedom, which is on Netflix. It's a great special. I encourage you all to check it out. At one point, he says, there is a world of fucking difference between things that I think and things that I think are funny to say. Oh, a simple blowjob? Boring. It's something that I think is funny to say. It's kind of ridiculous. If you want my actual opinion, 
<sighs> Any woman foolish enough to suck my cock is an angel and deserves a medal made of vibranium for each sad clown load she takes down her throat. Okay, obviously, it's it's not a type of thing where, like, I need to, like, I don't know, demean someone by telling them they're not good enough to blow me and they have to jump through a bunch of hoops. That would be a little ridiculous, maybe. It's just something I, I think is fun. And on a podcast, it's funny to say that a blowjob is boring because, obviously, I think they're phenomenal. But one last thing. Uh, if I decide that I'm not interested in simple hey, can I blow you proposals from strangers on the internet, I'm allowed to fucking have that prerogative. If I was a female podcaster with a show called Boys I Banged that received nationwide positive feminist coverage and I responded to dudes trying to fuck me by giving them some sort of crazy sexual challenge, I don't think you'd be calling her a douche. I think you'd be saying, you go girl, and writing in about how much of an inspiration she is. You know, but but I have this face, and I'm allegedly supposed to be enthusiastic that any woman wants to touch my penis. So uh, so when you've swallowed your double standard, I welcome you back into my warm embrace with love and forgiveness. By the way, this message is only 10% meant as a subtweet. Uh, the other 90% is just something that I think is funny to say. I am a comedian. This isn't NPR. Now, moving on to like uh, more happy celebratory things, uh, two milestones I got to mention. If you follow me on social media, you've seen both of these uh, announced. But uh, for, for one thing, last week, the Man Whore podcast crossed one million downloads. A million, a million downies. I don't know if we call them downies. That sounds mildly offensive. But a mil over a million downloads for the Man or Podcast as of last week. And uh, on Monday, April 16th, I celebrated the four-year anniversary of the Man Whore Podcast, which is really fucking cool. And it's something we have done together. I, I, I won't go on and on like I did with episode 200, okay? But I just wanted to make mention, like... I accomplished the four-year anniversary. The million downloads is all on you people. I can't download it a million times. I don't have. I can't afford that many devices. But you did that, and I'm glad I. Uh, I haven't missed a Wednesday in four years. In 210 consecutive Wednesdays, I give you something new and fun and salacious to listen to. So, uh, four more years. Four more years. Oh my God, my dick will be exhausted by that point. So, yay to us. Now, I want to get some uh, to, to an email from y'all, okay? Uh, I got an email I want to read. The subject line is, message from a German listener. And he writes, hey, Billy. First of all, I want to thank you for all the fun times I spent listening to the podcast. The reason I am writing you is that I ended my three and a half year relationship with my girlfriend yesterday. I am a 22-year-old boy living in southern Germany, and my girlfriend is going to be 27 in July. She was my first love. I unfortunately didn't have my first sex with her. She helped me find my dream job, and she was a wonderful girlfriend and an even better person. Of course, we had our downs, but most of the times we were really happy together. She taught me how to cook proper meals, how to use a washing machine, introduced me to the wonderful world of D&D, 
and just gave my life so much more to live for. The sex was really great, uh, although not kinky by any means. The reason I broke up with her was the age gap between the two of us and our goals for the future. She wants to have a lot of kids, and although I want kids too, I couldn't promise to give her these children at the right time in her life. And I'm just not ready for kids right now. We had a really good and long talk, and she told me she totally understands, but it still fucking hurts. So why am I writing this? Well, first of all, I wanted to know how you get over breakups. And second, I really want to try out more kinky stuff. But I don't know where to look for other curious people in the town that I live in. Tinder, Reddit, what else can you recommend? Keep up the good work, Phil. Well, hello, Philip. Okay. Well, let's start with this. Sorry to hear about your breakup, but also kind of congrats about your breakup. It sounds like it was the right move. Congratulations on not giving her kids just to keep her. That would have been a terrible life-altering decision. But getting over a breakup is one of those universal experiences I think we all share as human beings. Except for the sociopaths out there who, you know, don't experience love. Which, if you ask my two most recent exes, I'm a sociopath who doesn't experience empathy, allegedly. Anyways, that's probably my first tip. You know, don't talk, uh, don't, you know, don't go on and on and on about your exes on a podcast. Which is what I do professionally for a living, in a way. It's unfortunate, like, when an un- uh, when an otherwise, like, amazingly compatible partner's stage in their life doesn't overlap with yours. That sucks, because this woman, like, felt otherwise awesome, right? You know, she taught you how to use a washing machine, do your laundry, like an adult person. I wish I had someone like that in my life. I still don't really know how to fold clothes. I mean, this whole stage in life thing is kind of why I don't date women fresh out of college. Not only is there, you know, you know sometimes a maturity gap. Not not for me. I'm super immature. So, in, in fact, actually dating younger should work for me. Uh, it's uh, But, you know, the early 20s, it's just such a volatile time in one's life. That person may randomly decide to go to grad school, travel the world, join the Peace Corps. It, it would totally uproot a relationship because, well, that's just not typically a stable time in a young person's life. And it sucks. It sucks even more so because it doesn't feel like you need to break up, maybe, right? You know, like, this relationship's going great. Why would we break up? But, like, it sounds like you made the right decision rather than lead her on thinking you could satisfy her needs. So, how do you get over the breakup? Time, dude. It's pretty much just time. And don't look at her fucking social media. Oh, my gosh. Oh my, the masochism of stalking your ex online is just insane to me. I, I, I mean, look, I've been guilty of it in the past and it just rips open the wound every single time. My, most, my two most recent exes, I've been really good at not looking. But I mean, Jesus, think about like Emily, the physical therapist, or I think we called her A or L. I forget what we called her, but the woman from a couple years ago who broke my heart, you know, those, every, I would constantly go look and be like, oh, let me see her and the guy she chose me over. Made me a fucking crazy person. Don't do it to yourself. It doesn't help. And every time you take a peek, you open up the old wounds. So do yourself a favor and block her on all social media. Maybe in a year you can unblock and take a healthy look and be friends, but you're not doing yourself any favors by leaving the temptation open. Unless you really think you two are going to just 
be just friends in each other's life, don't do it. Block her. And even if you think you're going to stay friends, I, I are you really? As for your second question, I have no idea what Germany's got going on in terms of kinky communities. I'm sure there's a kink scene out there, though, you know? I mean, it is Germany. Your historical figures seem to be, like, really into leather. So I I would encourage you to uh, see if FetLife is active where you are. This one might seem odd, but check out meetup.com and see if you can find a local munch to attend. If you're you're not familiar, uh, a munch is, to the best of my understanding, a non-sexual gathering to meet other kinky people. Think of it as a kinky mixer. Reddit is also a nice resource, but don't count on it as your primary method. It, uh, it won't give you nearly the amount of volume you're going to need to see a lot of re- success, at least where you are. So I hope that helps, dude. Hope it helps. Before we get to this week's guest, Jay Taylor, I want to give you a little teaser, a little bone, a little, little clip of a bonus episode I released last week with, uh, I guess we could say pornographer. She's the editor-in-chief of Math Magazine, Mackenzie Peck. Had a great uh, bonus up with her that I released last week, and we talked a lot about various types of fetishes and how to, how to not for nothing, launch a new porn indie porn magazine and keep it inclusive and diverse. Really great bonus up. So I'm going to give you a little taste, a little teaser, a little little clipsy so i like to try to represent as many different types of bodies and sexual interests as possible like right now you're looking at someone getting fisted Mm -hmm. um i like a good mix of um really kinky wild stuff but also like vanilla and and the idea is that you know wherever someone is at in their sexual journey that like it's cool and we want to celebrate it it doesn't have to be one way you don't have to be like a particular type of kinkster. You don't have to have a uh, a particular sexual orientation to enjoy this magazine, you're saying? Right. And I, I think it's just that you want to be open-minded. I try to um, surprise our readers. I think uh, one of the great things about the internet and internet porn is the idea that you never know what you're going to discover. You know, you dive down these rabbit holes of links and suddenly you find some new kink or something or performer that you really dig that you wouldn't have found otherwise. So with each turn of the page, I do try to present something new and interesting. And I want our readers to feel like if they're not down with like, whatever, cake farting, um, <laughs> um, then like they, at least they like know about it and, and can be more informed and maybe like empathize with somebody who is like super turned on by it. Um, that's my goal. If you want exclusive access to Mackenzie's bonus episode, as well as nearly a hundred other bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast, get yourself a membership and access to all of these bonus shows. Uh, if you want to go follow Math Magazine and Mackenzie, uh, they have a really, really great Instagram. It's a, it's a really great Instagram account. I, I really do enjoy it. At Math Magazine, spelled exactly the way it sounds. And if you would like to purchase a copy or multiple copies of Math Magazine, you can go to math-mag.com. Hashtag pay for your porn, people. Do it. Manhorcon, everybody. Manhorcon is going to be August 3rd through August 5th. Just going to say a couple words about that. Uh, there is, wow, a lot of hype. Speaking of 
Patreon, the patrons in the little secret communities that they have on Kick and on Facebook are fucking excited for Manhorcon. We got dozens of people coming to New York City in August to hang out with me, hang out with each other, and do some fun events. They're all already talking about like, oh, anybody want to split a hotel room? Who's driving from where? Maybe we can carpool. It's actually really kind of fun and awesome to see. And all of those members on Patreon do enjoy a 10% discount off of their weekend pass. But you can enjoy an early bird discount and get your weekend pass for just $75 at manwhorepod.com slash tickets. Get your weekend pass soon because prices will be going up. Ah, man, we're gone. Gonna be fun. And now for this week's guest, Jay Taylor. Porn performer Jay Taylor. You know, I had quite the conversation while in Las Vegas uh, covering the AVN Awards back in January. She was actually my final recording of the trip and one of the, the wild cards I had booked. Look, sometimes I go into these things and I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to leave with. You don't know if you're going to connect. You don't know what mood they're going to be in. Like if they're waiting for 10 hacky interview questions about double penetration. Or if they like want to have a real conversation. And you may not even be super familiar with their work. For AVN, I originally had like a dozen interviews scheduled. Uh, some canceled. Some new ones were added. So I went into most of these recordings with just a few bullet points of research for each person because it would have otherwise been impossible to fully prepare for each one. And not for nothing, if I'm doing my job right, the research doesn't even really matter that much. My goal is to go in and connect with this person for about an hour and have an open and honest conversation. Having said that, a little extra research could have assisted me on this one. For, for one thing, I didn't realize that Jay Taylor was one of the several female accusers in the Ron Jeremy Rolling Stone expose. That would have been good to know, cough intern Tori, cough. <laughs> but I also didn't realize that she is very good friends with porn darling and accused rapist James Dean, who was accused in 2015 of assault by multiple women. When he comes up pretty early on in the episode... It kind of takes me by surprise. Not just her friendship with the guy necessarily, you know, but especially it was Jay's opinion on the allegations directed towards him. Kind of really caught me off guard. When I pitch the podcast to people who aren't a fan of me or my views, whether they be disgruntled exes or sex positive professionals, I remind them that they don't have to come on the show and agree with me. Now, an appearance doesn't mean they co sign my views. It just means they're coming on to have a conversation and at some point promote their book or their website or whatever. Like with episode 80 with Bauer from the Asexual Meetup Group. She almost canceled her interview the day before because I didn't recognize Demisexual as an official, super valid sexual orientation designator. And I told her, what are you, you going to do? Only do media appearances with people you already agree with? The same goes for my guests. The views of my guests aren't necessarily my views. I may push back, but one difference of opinion doesn't mean I'm ready to write off that person automatically as a monster. Unless they eat pizza with a fork and knife, then they can get the fuck out of my face. 
Okay, you fold it in half. That's how you eat pizza. What kind of demon child are you? Okay. Remember last week's conversation with Ginger Banks about call-out culture? Yeah, might feel good to shout and yell and tell someone they're terrible. Or we can seek to understand where they're coming from as you hope to expose them to a new perspective. At the time of this conversation, I didn't know much, if any, details about James Dean's allegations. I knew Stoya had originally called him out on Twitter, as well as some other actresses. Uh, I didn't realize most of them were exes of his. And I didn't know what the specific allegations were. This all took place in the fall of 2015, and I was in the middle of my own controversy and fuck-ups that I didn't read much past the headlines. So I certainly wasn't going to like pick a fight with my guest on rape allegations I knew little about. And honestly, I was never really interested in making a determination about James. I, I don't think that's my place to. I was way more curious about Jay and what it was like to be the friend of the guy publicly accused of rape. I'm even more curious, right, at the when she, at the same time, is publicly accusing the, the elderly porn hedgehog known as Ron Jeremy of sexual assault. Fascinating, right? Like, so instead of arguing, I just tried to understand how she felt. The same goes for another uncomfortable moment in the episode. Instead of telling her why she's wrong and why I'm right, I asked more questions. I only bring this up because uh, we also get super chummy during this episode. It's, it's a great episode. I don't want to scare you off like it's a deep, dark, sad, rapey show. She's got super funny stories, witty banter, and it went so well, we recorded an extra 20 minutes for a Patreon bonus episode that comes out tomorrow. Our friendly demeanor doesn't mean I necessarily agree with some of the things she says. But I didn't find it so abhorrent. So abhorrent. Remember, that's a qualifier. It means not hashtag the worst, but also not great either. So abhorrent, meaning it's like, it's abhorrent-ish, but like, didn't cross a threshold. I didn't find it so abhorrent that we still couldn't have some fun. And Jay and I have, you know, if I'm going to be honest with you, have been chatty for months since AVN. She was actually one of the first few people to text me once I started tweeting about my breakup. And, and she would check in on me in the days after, which I found to be insanely sweet. I like Jay. I don't like everything that she says. I guess I bring this all up in case uh, you hear something and think, oh, oh well, why didn't, why, why didn't Billy say X? Or uh, why, did, why didn't he propose or, or say this? The answer is like a combination of not having enough information and recognizing that my role as an interviewer is not to debate, but to connect. And I hope you enjoy that connection because I know I sure did. And if you want to know some more about the allegations mentioned in this week's episode, you'll see some links in the show notes. But for now, let's get to me and geeky porn babe, Jay Taylor. Turn on. Are we rolling? Yeah. Okay. So I just said, why are you so hot? And I'm going to explain this to you. I, I do cam shows mm -hmm. and my favorite guy is, oh my God, he's a boy named Justin. Okay. And um, he's freaking super funny and has a great sense of humor and like when we like i can't like if i wasn't in a relationship and not like my sex work has to be sex work if it didn't i'd fucking have cam sex with justin all the time he's from new york oh he's from new york and he's 
freaking looks just like you. Really? Because yes. I did I did use the cam. So like, oh my is God. this a different person? Oh my God. You... <laughs> what oh was his God. username? Mine was college underscore comedian. Uh, That's so <laughs> cute. He looks, we freaking like, we just talk about Zelda for an hour before we jerk off. And like for Definitely a lot of- Definitely not me. For a lot of my cam shows, it's like- Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I'm totally masturbating, but like for him, it's like fucking anal dildos, uh. and I like do like multiple orgasms, and there's like fucking like soak my bed, and it's always like three hours, and I discount <laughs> price for him. <laughs> <laughs> but then why not? But like you could do sex work with him if he came by and like y'all did a he's, cam show he's together. He's invited to come fuck a fan. Oh shit! He is like, I'm like, if you come out, like, no. Well, like, you have a fuck, you have fuck a fan. I I have the option open. No one's ever been brave enough. The option is always open. If you are cute and will come and be tested, I will have sex with you. Really? I will if I can film it and have exclusive rights. Yes. Interesting. And everyone's like, yeah. And then I'm like, so is that happening? That's what happened <laughs> with the uh, the one I did that Team BJ thing was. You know, I I say how many people were at the first one? There were like eight. It was and and who who qualified? You, all you had to do was follow both the porn stars and you That's qualify. Okay. And then you had to get yourself to where they were shooting and get tested. And then and then you get to get blown by your favorite porn star. That's all you had to do. Was and it like, blowing to completion? Cause that's, yeah. Wow. Blowjob blow to completion. Uh, this time around, I was like, the, when I did it, it was like 15 guys. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, so that was, that's so weird. I, so many okay, people well like. Okay, well then I feel, I feel less grossed out by team bj because the thought of uh, we'll blow all our followers is like a lot yeah it's like a thousand hundred thousand people but if fi- it's 15 but no, yeah like they're you, so scared you get like 0.1 percent show up i don't they're understand so scared and i can't even tell what they're scared of like are they scared of finally uh of like possibly like being outed or something like that or being discovered which i don't know i feel like when you're a dude i mean i may be way off here but i feel like if you're a dude and you show up to do one porn where all you do is get a blowjob I think you're not sadly in this country you don't get fired. I think you get a high five and a raise. It's the yes, sadly. It's the, it's the least it's the least you can do in a porn. Yeah. And uh but I think some might also be just nervous about a blowjob in front of other people or they might be just nervous to finally meet. Like think about the like the biggest Jay Taylor fan might be like what if what if I don't like her in person? <laughs> Right, I'm like awesome. that's. I'm the big... way more awesome in person. <laughs> <laughs> that's just. It's just. It's so funny to me because I get so many dick pics and so many. Let's move this slightly closer sure. so I don't pull your thing off. Um, I give you the long cord. <clears throat> just in, just in case, you start doing some so wacky I get act. Crazy! <laughs> oh my god! Because I get some. Oh, I want to be a porn star. I can do it. And mm. like, fuck no, honey, no, you can't. Like, so now I've just been tired of, you know, giving that that option but it's nice to always keep it i feel like out there it's a fun thing to refer to especially when you know no one's going to use it well now i do i'm i'm, I'm still a little dick trunk so i'm trying to find my words oh. and sound <laughs> smart <laughs> well i should Such say smart. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with porn performer oh, and hey. producer jay taylor who's fresh off of being fucked you just saw me squirt i just yeah i just saw someone come on your face it was great he came all over did you see the cum face i, I did it you, was you everywhere mm-hmm. he covered there was so much <laughs> so much eating his Wheaties. Um, Th- and thank you both of you for letting me watch the end of that. Oh, uh, I'd like an audience. As soon as you're up there, it was like, yeah, uh, uh. <laughs> show off, try harder. Um, yeah, but for like the, the the guys, like I'm so tired of explaining. This is why you can't do porn. So then I'm just like, fuck, come here, let's go. First let's step fucking, is showing come, up. Fucking come do it. Yeah. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes. And they're like, but, but really? Yeah. When will you be here? I had one guy. Who was going to, and he was, um, he's, he's a Navy vet and 
highly decorated. Like I've never seen so many freaking ribbons, but he's super hot. And, um, so he, he saw on my Twitter that I like, that it was like a fucking open call. Like if anyone wants to come out, I swear a lot. I'm sorry. I'm going to sound so unintelligent. But if anyone wants to come out, like, oh, fuck him. He's like, that's interesting. I'm like, you're on the list. And he's like, really? And so we like literally set a date and mm-hmm. he's in San Diego, like two hours from me. And he won't respond to my messages now. And I'm like, dude, like, it's fine. Like, you can be like, I changed my mind. But he's not. Now, he's, now I'm sad. Can the offer be extended to fans of, say, myself who are cute? If yeah. anyone listening now. Yeah. It, you don't have to be a fan of me. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice it's not isn't that cool though <laughs> have, have you ever fucked a fan no i have fucked producers who were fans it's, and i have i've fucked one fan and it was not my favorite thing uh, but i have fucked producers who were like oh my god i can't believe i'm fucking jay taylor and i'm like yeah you are <laughs> how is it i gotta say uh, having sex with like fans is like an extra little sprinkle of like this is awesome uh, yeah it's on top kind, of, kind of feel like super powerful like oh is, is it good is it good it's good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Have you gotten to fuck anyone that like you were a major fan of, say, oh before my, you were yes. performing? Yes. Well, yes, actually. Yeah. Um, and just so, so it's like directional. So try to keep it kind of like here rather it, than like, keep it, it here. Okay, I'll try. Around. Sorry, I'll just it's keep okay. it by my mouth like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. When I was still a cam girl, I became obsessed with James Dean. Okay. Like a like a like kind of problem. Like yeah. I would spend hours every day watching his pornography and reading his interviews and doing research and looking at all his gifts and like it was it was a lot. And so <laughs> and so when I started doing Boy Girl, I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna get to fuck James Dean. He kind of has like an open call type of thing, sort of too, right? He does. He does, which is like amazing. Which is amazing. Um. But no one booked us together for like the first year that I was performing. And so I read this article about not letting your excuses dictate how your life goes. Mm. And so I'm like, fuck it. So I emailed James and I'm like, hey, I think your content is amazing and I want to shoot with you. And he's like, yeah. And it took me like 45 minutes to write that sentence. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I kept refreshing my email. And he like (laughs) responded back in like 30 minutes. He's like, I'd like that. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I texted my like teenager friends like, oh, I'm going to fuck him. And she's like, oh, what does he think he smells like? And I'm like, I'm going to find out. And then like we had sex. And so I went to his house and um, I'm so nervous. I'm always so nervous around James. Like so because he's super starstruck forever. Because I think he's just the freaking greatest. And just a walking sex object. Like he's... Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I was super nervous. So he was like taking pretty girls of me. And I'm like, I want to tell you something. But I think it'll scare you off. And he's like, oh, well, now you have to. And I'm like, I used to be a Tumblr teenager. And he's like, really? Of course you were. Were you really? wearing, Were you not wearing these glasses? I was. <laughs> I was. Of, I knew that. And I, I, I just met you. <laughs> And then, and then, like, we had, like, just amazing sex. And it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. And I remember, um, like, before he fucked me, he, like, rubbed his dick. Can I talk? I can just say whatever, right? It's man whore podcast. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. He was just rubbing <laughs> his dick on my pussy. And he's like, how, like, he's like, how much do you want this or something? And I'm like, I have waited for this forever. This is, a, this is like, farther than I thought I would get. Like, this is amazing. And he's, I'm like, do it for, I'm like, you can do it as long as you want. And like a second later, I'm like, no, no, just, just put it in. Just put it in. 
And so then we had sex and the, like the last thing he said before the scene was over was, I hope that lived up to your expectations. And I was like, oh, and now we're good friends and we fuck all the time. Was it, <laughs> so, so you're good friends with James? Yes. So how did you first react like when all that came out? Oh, uh, the allegations? When, yeah, when all the allegations came out. Because, you know, did you have, do you listen to like WTF with Mark Maron at all? No. So he, that, you know who that is, though, right? Mm-mm. No? Okay. I'm sorry. So it's okay. He's a comedian with like a really, uh, like this big pocket. He's very good friends with Louis C.K. They started comedy together like okay. decades ago, right? So when all that stuff with Louis comes out, he, you know, he explained like what it was like for him as the friend. Just like Sarah Silverman did a similar thing about Louis. Okay. It's like when your friend comes, uh, there's allegations about your friend, like how the process you go through to like say maybe both be supportive for your friend and also like try to also believe the victims and, and things like that. It's like, what what was that like for you when it first came out? I was devastated and sick to my stomach for two days. Mm-hmm. But never once did I deviate from James's side. Not once. Not once. And I texted him after two days because I didn't know what to say at first. And I'm like, I just want you to know that I'm here for you and I'm on your side and I have never ever once been disrespected by you and even my boyfriend like I we trust James with my life like over James has been more respectful and professional with me than anyone I've ever worked with mm-hmm. and I throw myself at James all the time and he's never one James could take advantage of me so quick so easy never once never once he's one of my closest friends and he's amazing and protects me and is I know James. I know James. And I think sometimes things, when someone is a kid, which he was when he was with Joanna, you're kind of a dick. And James was a big dick. And James is still kind of a dick because he's got a lot of anxiety and some some issues and stuff. And that's that's fine. James is, James is James isn't a fucking rapist. No, not a, not a chance. And I, I know all this stuff that came out about Stoya, Stoya and I've worked with him and with James and Shannon and I know fucking all that happened there and all the craziness that happened with Marilyn Manson and all her other boyfriends and her ex speech after where she talked about like the Stoya drink would be vodka and Xanax. Like, like no, not mm-hmm. a chance. James is, James is one of my best friends and always will be one of my best friends. What was the, the feel that, that pit in the stomach? What was that? The initial reaction? I like, was more, terrified a little bit more. for him. Like, uh, so how, it was for him. It wasn't can like I save a, my friend. No, it wasn't ever like a, no. what if this might be true? No. How can I save my friend? Okay. How can I save my friend? And then it just spiraled and it felt the same. Cause I read a blog about it. Who's, um, she's like, um, she's, she does all the posts, all this like Twitter stuff. And I just wanted to puke for two days cause mm. it just spiraled and I didn't, want to come out and yell too much because you know you know on social media and twitter like as we're seeing currently like it's just you get you get attacked for anything so i didn't want to be like no this is so untrue but just the just the snowball of everyone who had ever been jealous of james coming out saying oh my god it's true mm-hmm. and i'm like <sighs> my friend my friend was destroyed because people um are a little jealous of his extreme success. Okay. And that's how I feel with that. That's going to be so unpopular. I always see unpopular <laughs> things. And then people yell at me and unfollow me. <laughs> well, so you're fine if they yell, just don't, don't unfollow me. No, though. please, like, unfo- I need please, to- please unfollow no. and block me. Like, just <laughs> so, so, but that, so how do you feel about, say, like the Ron Jeremy allegations? I, I was in the article. Right. I was in the article. So he, that, Ron molested me. So I think 
it's very sad hmm. because I don't think Ron has anything else besides this industry and the um what did I say about him? Ron is Ron is kind of like a circus act. Ron Jeremy has become what Ron Jeremy is synonymous with in this industry. And I think it's very sad that because of what he has been kind of trained to do because he's Ron Jeremy, the yeah. big fucking porno pervert with a huge cock, he now has to go away. But I think it's kind of time. I think Ron needs to find his happiness somewhere else because I, I don't think he's happy here. Hopefully not on comedy stages because, like, dude, stop taking the spots, okay? Uh, has he been on? Has he tried comedy? Because uh, I've seen some porn star comics and they're not that's, always. Hmm. We're both going to have unpopular opinions on this one. Oh, God. I do you want to say it or do you want me to say I'll, it? I'll say because okay. she, there's no way she'll fucking listen to this. As I was at a burlesque show and in the middle of the, it was like a BBW burlesque show, which is freaking way hot. I'm like, fuck, these girls are hot. And in the middle, there was a porn star comic. And it was like just dead and not funny. Who who was it? I don't want to say. Come on. Hashtag name names. <laughs> it, she doesn't like me anyway. What was her fucking name? <laughs> she. It's just, no, we're, it's okay. We it's work okay. Together. I, I don't know. She hurt me with a strap on, but it wasn't her fault. So, but is that a burlesque show? It was a burlesque show. And she did like a halftime comedy act. And it was. It seems to be a trend. I mean, like obviously, obviously more so in LA than New York. I mean, there's a yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, in New York, since we don't have as many porn stars, there's only like a couple that are around that do that in New York. But in LA, Jesus, it's it's almost like an epidemic. Uh, and there are some who yeah. like do they do the work, but it is a, it is a, like a thing. Just a lot of them. And the thing is, they get booked easily because like, well, I have five hundred thousand Twitter followers. I can just like I will be what? able to sell tickets. And so the, I I was in the press room. Okay. Uh, here at AVN few days ago i want to name the name partially because i can't fucking remember her name uh but uh, because i don't i don't know porn star names terribly well i before i started this podcast i didn't know like any porn. i knew like five and most of them from the 70s movie taboo 70s yeah are you a porn fan um i like porn do you want to drink are you okay i'm not sick i've had the same cough since i was 16 oh dude so it's weird yeah you just like cough on girls when you fuck them (laughs) <laughs> look sometimes sometimes i'm like can i take a break to get water um it gets weird but there's a chick in the press room who's like talking about doing stand-up and i wasn't she's really hot so i don't know if she's a porn star then i'm thinking oh maybe she's a comic then i realize the guy when she walks away he says oh she's both and i was like "Ugh." of course she's talking about how like the first time she goes on stage the guy's giving her 60 minutes to headline first time on stage whoa what? What, what? Like, not even if she's good, but that's not fair. It's like, you that's get, not if fair. you get a free Common, five minutes just to go up for no, just because you're whoever. Five minutes is a long time. Yeah, even that could be hard to do well. And she's just like, first time was like doing headlining. I was like, you didn't earn that. Like, you didn't earn that, and how? And how, you also can't do it. You can't. It, so there's that, and uh, not that I'm worthy of those spots, but you she know, blonde. That's why not, she's has a very large following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like not that and she I, is funny. Yeah, uh, but I don't know stand up funny. Sh- sure, and I'm, I'm not saying like she's taking spots for me because I'm certainly not there. But there are definitely very funny, hardworking female comics who probably don't get that spot because of her. Oh, because she show their she vaginas. Can sh- Sadly, uh, it's it shouldn't be that way. It's not supposed to be that way. Um, and so it is like a thing in L.A. that I go like, oh my god, if I lived in L.A., I'd go fucking crazy. I think I would. I'd be like, I don't know if I have a shot here. Wow. You know, that's interesting because I used to be friends with a girl 
who um, was doing stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. And I say used to be friends because she did this fun thing. You seem to have a lot of used to be friends. It was this one wasn't my fault. She oh, this stood, this one this wasn't one me, wasn't my fault. She stood me up ten times. Mm -hmm. She stood me up ten what, times for like dates, just to hang out. Okay, she wouldn't come out and see me, and we used to, we'd be like really close friends. It seems like there's she like she found our comedy, and like I feel like I'm sorry to say this because you're a comic, but comics are really unhappy, terrible people to hang out with. I mean, I'm definitely so unhappy and terrible, sad and negative, <laughs> and like, ugh. like I did, like I went and hung out with her friends once, and I, they were just ugh. And like porn people are, for the most part, we're kind of like, yeah, like we can be cynical. But Sounds like you're hanging around the wrong comics. It's like we can be self-hating and miserable, but we're making everyone else happy. Like ideally when I'm hanging around comics, like we're all cracking jokes, but we're all dead inside. It's That makes me sad and I want to save you. Oh, please. I'm, you know, I'm trying to like be professional here and not say how to save me, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, I've already. <laughs> Hi, She's, Billy. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, she's waving with her <laughs> a long, beautiful, extended leg. So I'm just gonna. I'm just in this t-shirt and panties right now. I'm I'm trying to meet. I'm that. still wet from just getting fucked. Trying to maintain eye contact here. It's Should uh, I close my legs? Am I being mean? Am I no, being rude? Not mean at all. So it's rude. fine. You know, you were very nice. Oh. You let me have sex. Uh, you, so you let me, let me watch you have sex upstairs. See, you're it. not <laughs> you're not the only one dick drunk. Um, <laughs> Well, because I mean, that's interesting because some people have different opinions on like uh, closed sets, open sets. I was another performer was going to do the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was like, oh, she's like, oh, it's going to be real close because like I'm shooting here. I was like, OK, if you want, is it cool? Maybe I could come by at this time. And if you're still shooting, like I'll just quietly watch in the corner. Could be fun to like do what we're doing now, like start recording straight out of a scene like that could be fun. Uh, and they were like, I don't know. It's it's like a porn set. Like, of course, you can't be there. I was like, like why? I didn't get offended. I was just like, like okay. Oh, people the only have different time I've it. ever felt like you can't be on my porn set is when it's not me directing. Mm -hmm. Like, if I go and shoot for Holly Randall, you sure. can't come because you need to ask Holly. Right. But fuck, fuck hang out. Yeah. I fucking care. Yeah. But Watch now, me fuck. Now like, when, I'm really good at it. <laughs> yes, you are. For the for the for the bit that I saw. Well, thank you. Yeah. But so now when say you knew that I was gonna come, do you clear that say with male the male talent? No. You're just like Especially not this one. With, Especially not put up Billy, with it. Billy can do anything. Like Billy's hmm. Billy's fine. Billy didn't care. <laughs> Billy does it all. The, the Billy other, does it all. The other male talent here is uh, is also Billy. Do you do you want to a plug with the full name? Yeah, Billy what? King Billy King Triple X. He's hot and British. Uh, <laughs> He's hot. He's so, hot. It seems like there's like a lot of drama in like the porn world. Yes. I imagine. From like just this this time oh here at AVN. That's what I'm picking Current, up on. There's a lot more drama right now than maybe last year. Is there like a reason for that? That's August. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there like a lot of blame being thrown around for that? Yes. Have you been on Twitter? <laughs> uh, I mean, not, but like, I'm not on porn Twitter, you know? It's, oh my uh, God, porn Twitter. Stay off. Just stay away from the drama that is porn Twitter. I mean, oh are people God, it, blaming like in specific individuals yes. outside of the masses? Cause like, yes. I blame the horde. Like, when I did my tweet storm on no, that. No, it's, spe it's specific blame. Okay. And I mean, then, the horde with these two ringleaders. And then people are kind of like taking sides and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's about to strangle me because I said something wrong. No, he's, he's behind just, me, right? He's just eating an orange. Oh, he's sitting. Okay, he's cool. He's just sitting eating an orange. <laughs> very, very looming aura. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a big man. Well, there was like another thing. Like I noticed this, um, and I only I, I wrote I wrote it down because I noticed that you were one of the many people in like the thread that was going to be on the show. So like 
Mike Quasar, who I don't uh, know who that is, all of a sudden. He's the best. You have to know Mike. Tell what? Why should I know Mike in, in two or three sentences? Because he's everyone's favorite. He's everyone's favorite. Except for these people who apparently like someone That's like called stupid. him out for a thing. And That's just, the like, freak. Okay, I but, can't but talk that, about the people that called him out because they will that, sue. And that's fine. I don't even, <laughs> but, but I don't even want to talk about the callouts because I saw a lot of people throw their support and just go like, uh, "Mike's the best." Yeah, all up. that like backhanded, like, "Oh yeah, one time Mike fucking paid me on time." God damn him, things like that. Mike so is, uh, Mike is okay. So when there's a lot of inefficiency in pornography, like inefficiency that is stupid. Like I manage and produce for mainstream film, and I'm. I can say, I call myself a little baby producer who doesn't know anything because I'm a little baby producer who doesn't know anything. Hey, I'm a little baby producer who doesn't know anything either with this show. There we go. But I'm so good at producing shit. And there's, I know, right? And it's we're, so we're easy. We're doing so good. We're doing so good. Yay. Yeah. And it's so, like, I, I, I'll i be on porn sets and just be like, this is some, this is some ridiculous bogus shit right now. And Quasar just handles this fucking life like there's mm. really no reason to shoot um like gonzo scenes that don't have like der- god you're really really attractive oh my and god it's hard thank for you. me to look at your beautiful blue eyes and look at this lamp <laughs> is this all anina's friends have the same opinion because then the- you're no you're honestly really fucking cute like you're you're really fucking cute thank um, you if you ever want to shoot a scene <laughs> <laughs> um no mike just handles his shit I just that was cool. <laughs> Mike just handles his shit. So you show up on set for Mike, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna take some pictures." And he's super cynical and funny. The only thing I have against Mike is he doesn't. He says porn can never be art, which I don't think is true. Oh, that's definitely not porn. He said never be art. Never be art. Oh my god, come on! Wait, he's very cynical. He's some, been doing this for a very long time, and mm-hmm. he's very. He's no longer happy. I heard someone. Uh, someone told me they heard someone say uh, when through these episodes I've been doing this weekend. Uh, someone's like, "Yeah, I heard someone once uh, refer to porn as performance art, and I really like that." And and I was like, "Yeah, I agree." Yeah, there. I remember. Um, the first time I, I realized it, because I was on set for Naughty America, mm-hmm. and I had, was totally glammed out, and my face was so contoured, it didn't even look like me, which was kind of cool. <laughs> and I was in Cowgirl, and I was having sex, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm performing. Mm. Whoa! And then I'm like, yeah! And then I, like, performed, and, like, it was a, it was a really good scene, because I am now aware of that I'm not just fucking, I am performing for a camera and an audience. Yeah. And sometimes that goes away and devolves into me just fucking, like a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's a director behind us shaking his head. I'm sorry. (laughs) But Quasar just like, he does things really efficiently. Like he doesn't, there's no sitting and waiting around with Quasar. Like you're in and you do your pretty girls and then you do your sex and then he pays you and then you're done. What's a pretty girl? You said that pretty a couple times already. Pretty girls are um, like glamour box cover stills where so, we're oh, like, yeah. oh my God, look at me. My top's off now. And yeah. Okay. Just getting the lingo here. Sometimes he doesn't even do them. And then like that's even like that's like a present because pretty girls are the worst. So how do you like handle like when you've got beef with someone? Like because it's except for when you're not doing podcasts, uh, I should say. <laughs> like, But like. When something happens, do you like tweet? Because, no. for example, the Quasar thing was someone tweeted out at that. And then I saw that tweet only because everyone was like, quote, tweeting it or something. And Oh, fuck yeah. Because it was too too much fun. It's yeah. too, too much fun. So, like, how do you, how do you deal when you got beef? <laughs> I, d- I defend my friends mm-hmm. because someone fucking needs to. Unequivocally. Yeah. I, yeah. As much as I can. Like, I, I, it's hard because I don't want to, I don't want to be next. 
But when I have beef with someone, I just kind of think, think it's funny. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple performers in the industry who hate me because, like, I unfollowed them on Twitter. There's, like, two girls who hate me because I unfollowed them on Twitter, which is so fucking dumb. So fucking dumb. And now, like... It's I, like, it's only because you retweet RuPaul's Drag Race all the time. I know. It's, it's like, all... It's only... That's the only reason never... I like you in real life. I just can't follow this stream anymore. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, it's such a little thing. It's such mm-hmm. a fucking little thing. And then they, they got, like, one of them blocked me. And I'm like, you're dumb. And now I get really... I think it's really funny when people are like, I want you to work with Jay. And I'm like, hey, she's not... So well, how do you so how do you with like the Me Too movement going on? How mm-hmm. do you kind of uh, manage those? It sounds like you are you take things really case by case because with mm-hmm. Ron you go like well this and, and part of that's obviously because personal experience, and then with James you're like well I he's my friend and also he's great with me. How how do you manage that? Like if it's some other third part, let's say it was Billy, but you didn't okay. know Billy, but you didn't know Billy. Yeah, didn't work with Billy yet. Not Billy King, a different Billy Queen, Billy Queen Triple X. Gets called out. You've never worked with Billy Queen Triple X. You met him a couple times. Decent guy, it seems. How do you, what's your reaction as, as someone in the industry hearing that? Now I have to decide how honest I'm going to be on this podcast. I'm going to look. I hope fully honest. My boyfriend's nodding. Um, I think, oh God, this is so bad. I think women proliferate their own treatment. So I'll, I, I will say re- very recently, um, recently-ish, I was on set and I think it's my, sup- my super fun way to flirt is I tell the crew I'm going to suck all their dicks. I don't suck all the crew's dicks. I mean, that's really just not cool to do, to just dangle that and then not follow through. <laughs> that's true. But, I'm, but I'll be like, yeah, I'll totally suck your guys' dicks. Like, yeah, because it's like a running joke on set. Like, oh, after this, we're going to do a gangbang. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. But I had a director... Um, not a director, a crew guy. He came in and like unzipped his pants and said, Oh, you want to fucking suck some dick? And I was like, well, What? No, 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 what? No, this isn't, no. I, and so then he kind of grabbed the back of my head and I kind of squirmed and then he just kind of grabbed my chest. And like, I'm like, Oh, my boyfriend's here. And then he let me go. I feel like I totally asked for that. Like, I don't think he did anything wrong. Like, if you tell a bunch of dudes, oh, I'm going to suck your dick all day, eventually someone's going to try to get their dick sucked. And so, like, with the Me Too movement, I feel like women a lot kind of invite it. Like, I feel like with Harvey Weinstein, if you fuck him for a role, you can't get mad after you fuck him for the role. Like, you can't get mad. Like, you you did it. Like, I feel like. But you don't think that, like, the presentation of the cock. He didn't pull it out. Oh, he okay. didn't pull it out. He just unzipped his pants. See, and that which he could have been joking. Well, but and even if he's serious, that is a thing. I feel like one maybe invites if someone's going to be just like really autistic about the thing. Be like, well, she said she's going to suck our dicks. Now I'm coming here. But you don't you don't find that the physical act is where that line is. It now was been crossed? not okay. However, we are in the porn industry, and I know a lot of girls do suck directors' dicks and crew members' dicks. And I I don't think he did anything wrong. I feel like I totally invited that situation. It was fine. He didn't rape me. He let me go and he kind of laughed and he saw me at AVN and said hi. And I don't think anything came of it. I think it's fine. And so you I think just, that guy should... I, I'm not going to tell everyone I'm going to suck their dicks now. Mm-hmm. And you don't think that that guy should not be allowed on set? Not at all. I, he didn't, I don't think he did anything wrong. If he had forcibly fucked my face, that would have been different. But he didn't. I just kind of, he called my bluff, is what I say. He called my bluff. 
And I don't think you did any. I don't think you did anything wrong. Have you experienced stuff like that before on set? Nope. Once. That was the only time I've ever had. I was told once that there was cocaine by the mouthwash, which I thought was funny. And I've had like other guys, like it's always super casual. Like I've had a couple guys be like, oh yeah. So do you do privates? And I'll be like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And like, so, but ne- never. I'm a big fan of like, it, it, you should be fine uh, being asked as long as that person's fine hearing a no. The problem is yeah. we just right now live in a country where a lot of guys are fine hearing the no and they're just going to take shit anyway and grab someone by the back of the head. But he let me go. He didn't. I don't think he did anything. Well, wrong. yeah, but if a guy starts like uh, raping you and like halfway through rape, he's like, you know, what? I, I think I'm done here. That doesn't like make it okay. Well, hey, he didn't finish. He did leave and let me go. I don't. I still don't think he did anything wrong. Okay. I think it was totally me that I invited a situation, and the situation happened. And as soon as he was very aware that I was not into the situation, it was the situation was over. Mm-hmm. Do you feel safer on sets? Like, because uh, oh, I, I always should, feel safe on set. Always, uh, okay. I always feel safe on set. I was gonna, I was gonna ask because like you also shoot uh, with your boyfriend who you mm-hmm. run the mm-hmm. uh, Slam Pig Productions. Did I say that right? No, I didn't. Slam Dog. Slam Dog. Slam Pig is different. Slam so it's very, different. but it's a real company. I swear is it's it? a real thing. I didn't make it up. I swear Slam Pig is real. Someone Google please it. Google it. I will What's fact Slam check it. I can't. I, I think it's a production company. I don't think it's a porn condu- production company. I think it's That's a comedy. horrible name. I think Slam Dog. Slam Dog's better. Slam Dog. Slam I do think Slam Dog's better. It's a little. It sounds cleaner. Um. Slam pig. But, sorry, slam dog productions. Slam dog. Um, and I was, you know, I was curious if, like, maybe having, with, like, when your boyfriend does direct, like, does that make it? Slam pig is a novel about a man named Pyle who spent his twenties sleeping with undesirable girls. He took advantage of every opportunity to have sex with cougars, fat girls, and the emotionally unstable. Uh, nice. Slam pig. The girls you pass up, I pick up. Uh, oh. By I don't even know the. It doesn't say an author, and honestly, if I wrote that book, uh, I wouldn't want my name on it either. That's a that's 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 not nice. That sounds like a not nice book. Um, but the, does that does, does his presence like make you feel different than when his presence isn't there, or at least maybe absolutely, when you first? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, but it's a totally different feeling. If I'm on a professional set for a company, I ex- there's a certain level of decorum, and I've never I've never been a yes girl. I have never been afraid to be like, okay, bye. I'm not mm. cool. Like I'm leaving. I've done it before and it kind of, it really sucks because it's a big loss of money and it's a, there's always that fear that you'll never work again. And then someone's going to say, oh, well, Jay's now hard to work with because like, you know, she respected herself. I already and have that. That's re- hard. <laughs> it is hard. How dare these women respect themselves? It is hard. Themselves? It is hard. I would get so much more work if I sucked everyone's dick. <laughs> Darn. If only, if only. If only. But no, like I like um I like my boyfriend there because it's a fucking sexy element. Yeah. Like I like getting fucked and looking up at him and being like, hey, I'm getting fucked. She's kind of doing the look now. She's kind of like, hey, like, hey I'm, I'm doing, doing a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so how long have y'all been uh so you've been producing the whole time like with him, or no. did you produce before? Or? Um no. Because it seems like you're like how long have you been in the industry? I started camming seven years ago, and then it's, it's, after a year of camming, I yeah. got into porn. Yeah, and so it seems like you've streamed straight line from like from camming to performing, now like producing. And- when I met Slam, he wanted to do a culture sale, and I'm like, no, that's fucking stupid. Like, you, it's really hard to convince porn girls to do something where you don't get upfront pay because mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't make sense. Like, why would I have sex and then get paid in a month? Like, no, I'm not doing that. But then I decided he was really cute, and I wanted him to finger me. 
And so then I shot content with him and then we developed a clip store. And after that, we had other girls who wanted clip stores. And so we did that. And it's just grown. And we work with companies now like Eric John and Spazoo and Will Ryder and Nina. And we manage all their clip stores. So it's kind of a word of mouth thing. Mm-hmm. And we're really freaking good at it by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, how many, how many stores do you all run now? 42. 42. Mm-hmm. Can you name them all? You don't have to now, but like in theory, if I made you, could you name all 42 without cheating? Yes. That's insanity. Do it. Do it. Slam saying to do it. I don't want to do it. Can I just name the active ones? Okay. I'm going to name the active ones. Oh, hi. There's a lady here I'm going to have sex with later. That's Um, awesome. Okay. For Spazoo, we have Spazoo, uh, porn sluts, stripper experience, fucking with friends, um, first class POV. I know we have more than that. <laughs> right now you're at five, so you're like 37 short. I know. First class POV. Oh, things happening. Oh, yeah. First class POV. Ah, uh, fuck. I know there's more. Oh, sizzling solos. So there's a solo site. Which, which one's your favorite that you that you My like site. producing? Oh, besides yours, don't Nina. cheat. Nina. Well, good answer. Nina. Nina's. I haven't even looked at Nina's your stores, and Nina's, Nina's my favorite. Nina's insane because of how much. Um, how many views and like feed, feedback she gets? Because I see in our on our on our Hootsuite all like our Twitter and analytics, and it'll be like I got a, I got a hundred clicks, and it'll be like Nina got like nine hundred clicks on our most popular tweet. And it's yeah, she retweets you like it, it, it's it's quite nice. I, what I, sucks I've is noticed. her fans. Her fans kind of they don't know how to not reply all on tweets. Ah, oh, big pet peeve of mine. I hate it because it'll always be like it'll be like five girls in the scene, and it'll be like Nina's my favorite. And it's like, that happened to me this weekend, kind of, <laughs> in a way. Uh, I tweeted uh, some. I, I I ran to a comedian from New York City who like mm-hmm. I've known his name. We've known each other's names. We've never met. We actually also apparently both do sex podcasts, and that's why he was out here. Nice. I, I had no idea. So this guy Dan Frigolet, he does a show called Porn Stars Are People. Uh, I encourage people to check it out. We are right. So he tweets at me like, "Oh, I had to go all the way to Vegas just to meet Billy Brasile." I was like, "Oh, hey, cool." And then someone else like tweeted underneath both of us. Hey, you're in town? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, we should meet up. But I'm still tagging all this. It's like, oh, I y'all are just making plans that I'm seeing, but also I'm not invited to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that was cruel. Y'all have each other's phone numbers. <laughs> They're like, yeah, but if we text each other, Billy doesn't know we don't like him. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> then what's the point? <laughs> that was funny. It's time for our Did You Know segment brought to you by HotMovies.com where we give you five fun facts about the adult entertainment industry that you may or may not know. Uh, Hotmovies.com is a wonderful, fantastic way to hashtag pay for your porn in an ethical and affordable manner. It's a pay-per-minute website, so you buy a big bulk amount of minutes for a really, really cheap price. So I want to thank them for, uh, for supporting the Man Whore Podcast. Now let's get to some fun porn facts. Hey! Actor Alec Knight was an animator for two seasons on Seth MacFarlane's Family Guy. Uh, another number two, there is enough sperm in one single man to impregnate every woman on the planet who is fertile. So men, remember, we're not really needed. They could massacre all of us and just save like a dozen or so to repop- you know, to keep the planet populated. So fucking you're, we're all on notice. Hall of Fame actor and director Paul Thomas played the role of Peter in the 1973 film version of Jesus Christ Superstar. Studies have shown that male porn viewers tend to look at the girl's face while they're watching porn. 
And that's true. I, I know I do. I love looking at the, I, you know, I glance at the titties once in a while, but I'm a big face guy. If you don't have a face, I can't fuck you. And last but not least, before becoming a porn actress, Allura Jensen spent more than a decade working as a physical rehab specialist for both the Army and the Navy. She is currently featured in Aiden Starr's Bisexual Fantasies, available exclusively on HotMovies.com through April 25th. Yeah, you know there's going to be a plug at the end of it, a call to action of sorts, and there it is. But don't worry, you can try Hot Movies for free. Yeah, no Trixies, no secret signups, no secret billing recurrences. You can try it purely for free when you go to manwhorepod.com slash hotmovies. If you sign up for the free trial, it's going to say 20 minutes. But when you sign up at manwhorepod.com slash hotmovies, you're going to get 40 free minutes because I negotiate for you. I'm a deal maker. Again, go to manwhorepod.com slash hotmovies. To get 20 minutes added on to any package you sign up for. Or you can use the promo code MANHOR when you sign up or reload. Again, that's manhorpod.com slash hotmovies. You can actually go watch Jay Taylor videos on hotmovies.com. Uh, the, da- the database lets you search by like porn star. And so, of course, I search for Jay Taylor and boom, there she is. A whole bunch of scenes and, well... Let's let's just did let's just say I used my free minutes to do a little bit of extra research on my guest. And now let's go ahead and get back to Jay Taylor. How'd you get connected with Nina? It was a magical moment. I, I did bet. a um I did a um a bondage shoot with a photographer called Light Worship who does these just stunning bondage photos. And I went to the um the book release for him. Mm. And I remember I was talking to her husband, Ira, and I could see the back of her and she's just this big bushel of blonde hair and an incredible ass because i don't know if you've you've met nina you've Mm -hmm. seen her ass it's yeah (laughs) it's so amazing it's amazing ass and i was just from so i didn't see her face and i was like oh have you met my wife nina and she turned around and i'm like oh my god hi uh uh, hi and we talked and she's so warm and friendly and I don't I don't remember how it happened but we're super good friends and now we I and I, I don't know how it happened. It, it was my boyfriend. He made it happen. He he's he does all the pitching. That's a good Can you be my boyfriend because that's He's really I mean good. that's a great thing. He's really good at it. <laughs> yeah, so he 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 pitched her and she's like, "Yeah, I have tons of content that I've never put up." And we did that and she's our um second highest earning store after mine. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Where where would you want your career to go next? Like I, I want my current goal is to be able to consistently pay all my bills. Twenty eighteen. That's a great goal. That's a great goal, right? And then after that, I want to like have savings. Now is that so? So, <laughs> and tell me if I'm uh, getting too close to home. But like, so is that like a thing you currently can't do or haven't been able? Right to do now, recently? I can. Mm-hmm. Right now, I can. I got I got a Christmas check and got a little boost. And so I was a little bit flush and this has been the most profitable, profitable AVN I've ever had. And I'm doing, I'm hustling my ass off and trying to continually put money in the coffers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm on the right track and we're, we're adding more stores and we um, started adding trailers to my stuff, which is increased our income by like um, 50%. Really? Which is. Because part of me thinks if you put the trailer out, I'm like, oh, that's even less incentive for me to buy. I just have to jerk off faster no. or put it on loop. 
oh my god no because like we it's like we work so hard right. we work so hard on 42 stores like and only let's say 20 of them 20 of them are active but it's so much work because we, we do everything we do editing we do um uploading posting promotion copywriting we do we do it all and it's so much work and so we're like, uh, trailers. And then we just, we, we tried it for a month and it uh, immediately raised my, inc- my revenue by 50%. Fantastic. Which is like insane. Yeah. And, and cause I asked that uh, the, the personal question, just cause it's like, I feel like there's still so many people who just think, yeah, porn stars are crushing it. I really wish, I really wish we were crushing it. You know what I think it is? I think that like, Almost like every LA place seems to have a swimming pool. If you have a swimming pool, a lot of America thinks you're doing quite well. And it's like, don't let the pool fool you, dude. Like, see that if we were crushing it, we wouldn't. We would just be performers, like we mm-hmm. like performers were in the '80s. But we're not. We're performers who cam, who produce clip stores, who are on OnlyFans, who do phone sex, who do cam shows, who maybe escort on the side. Like we have to do every single thing because none of us are crushing it. Yeah, and the you people, have to do all that stuff to still maybe be having a to heart, maybe like, have all to my maybe bills be paid. doing well. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 just a constant. We have to constantly work all the time. And how do you push yourself through that? Look at my bank account and get excited when there's money in it. Well, I mean, more like when when the money's not in it, like oh. or, or maybe maybe not now because right now it seems to think things are on an uptick. But yeah. before, you know, maybe two, three, four years ago, like what's the thing that's keeping you going? I had to. Like there was a, there was a time like about I don't know a year ago when I when I was had given up on like doing like my fine art modeling shoots on Model Mayhem, and I've kind of come to the point that um, I don't care like I need money. There's already photos and videos of me of dicks in my ass and doing all sorts of stuff that people wouldn't like, so I can take bad nude photos on Model Mayhem and make a couple hundred bucks. And I have to do everything possible to supplement my income. And we don't say no to money unless we morally oppose what it would take to get the money. And what would you morally oppose there's to get the stuff, money? There's certain, there's certain like stuff like non-consent videos or like, I don't do any age play. There's like certain things I, that are on my no list. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and, and do you want to explain just briefly what a no list is for anyone who just doesn't know? A no list is something or someone I will not do for money. Mm-hmm. So the, like typically when performers talk about a no list, it's um, other performers. Like I won't work with Billy Queen Triple X. I mean, because we've already established pretty bad dude. Billy Queen Triple X. This hypothetical sucks. person. <laughs> um, and I won't work with him and he's on my no list. I give everyone one chance unless I know absolutely like horrible things about them I mean, or if yeah, their dick's li- really big then i probably won't work with them. i mean yeah you just offer like anyone who listens who's like cute and willing everyone to come gets out one ride. everyone gets a try everyone gets a ride um <laughs> but then i've no listed a few people yeah but but the no list also can include topics Companies, or types of things or topics. holes in theory oh yeah yeah definitely holes uh, yeah, it's on like that's on a very picky list like it's it's a, it's a picky hole okay interesting and uh, did you ever like think about escorting on the side and doing privates or no? The thing is, I really like having sex on camera. Uh-huh. And when there's no camera, it's really hard for me to perform and be Jay Taylor and not laugh and have bitch face. <laughs> like there's been times when I've done scenes that were scenes, professional porn scenes, where I have laughed or been really mean. There have been times where my boyfriend has filmed me doing scenes where I've laughed and been really mean because he wasn't aware he was no longer fucking my vagina and was just rubbing his penis on me. And he had to tell me to put the dick back inside me and be professional. (laughs) I can tell you that whole story. 
Oh, that was that was a that was a day. You want you want to tell the story? You want to tell the story? The, well, the, he might listen to it. He has a podcast. He has a radio show. Mm. Oh my god. Okay, Re- I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate identifying factors. Of course, okay, of course. Eliminate- and, and if you let a name slip, just be like, just keep going, and I'll write it down. I'll beep it later. Okay, if you can beep. Okay, cool. If you can beep things. Um, so he, I decided. That because I wanted people who were above my level to work with me, that I have to work with people that are below my level, mm. and that that's fine. Like it's cool. It's how I treat sex, right? Yeah, it's like I'm trying to get above my level here. I'm trying to uh, so raise my to, station. You have to do below your. Trying level. to do Hamilton right now, you know. Yeah. So I'm just trying to live my own version of it. Uh, excellent. <laughs> and so he, this guy, wanted to work with me, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, he wanted to do content trade, and I'm like, yeah pay me $300 and give me a hotel room for the night so I can shoot other stuff in it and I'll shoot with you. And he's like, awesome. That's great. And so he showed up in a, I don't mean it. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I, you're I using these, things. well, you're okay. using these awesome like porn terms. Like I know some, I've been picking up on some of them recently, but okay. what is a trade or content trade means we both get the footage. So mm. he has sex. We have sex and we both get to monetize it on our separate avenue platforms. Mm. And so it was that plus $300 plus the use of the hotel room. And so, oh, God. So we got a hotel by me, which is like not in L.A. and wasn't wasn't very nice. Um, so that happened. And he showed up dressed as a blue collar worker who operates large machinery. That's just how I'm going to put it. So <laughs> that runs on steam and or coal. <laughs> okay. And so for whatever the, could that be? Whatever could that be? And so for the um for the sex, like Slam wanted to me to use all these like puns, which I would not do because I was already like, oh my god, because he because you're in, morally opposed to puns, and I agree. He, I, he checked in like that. He checked in in the costume. He checked in the hotel, <laughs> dressed in the costume, and I was already embarrassed. And so, and he went on this long tangent about how he measured his dick, and it wasn't small. And when you go on this really long tangent about how it's not small, like it was small, but that's fine. Like I'll do small dicks. Like, I don't care. But it was the fact that he like made this huge big deal about how it wasn't small, and that was the thing. And so like we like had sex and we didn't say any puns but he hated my boyfriend because he kept making fun of this large steam-powered machinery that he loved so much and so we had sex and there was one point where i was on top and he like fell out of me and i just kept kind of bouncing and then i realized i was laughing in the mirror and he could see my face and so then i stopped laughing and like put it back in and then he he was we were in missionary and he was fucking me and like he came in me, which is on my note list, except in like incredibly amazing situations. Like I've done it twice on camera and he came in me <laughs> and then just like dribbled out like it wasn't a thing. And he's like, oh, just give me a second and I'll keep going. And we're like, no, 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 we're, we no we're done. And he's like, okay, that's fine. We're going to do the second part of the scene now. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, we're going to take a bubble bath. And I'm like, that's fine. It's now not fine. It's now on my no list. I don't do bubble baths anymore. So he fills this tub and it's this scummy, gross hotel tub. And he fills it with, he didn't have any fucking bubbles. So there's fucking, he just squirted his shaving cream in it. And so I'm in the tub and there's, I'll show you the picture if I can get my phone to work. But it's a picture of me just looking really sad and like this big belly with this tiny dick by my face because he's just crossing for him. Slam, I'll try to find the picture. 
And so then he tries to get in the bath with me slowly and gracefully, but he falls and splashes water <laughs> everywhere. And I'm just like, what is this nonsense? Time for the fan whore appreciation moment sponsored by, well, you, that uh, the listener, that you, you sponsored the show. That's how this whole Patreon thing works. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? This is the part of the podcast where I like to throw some shout outs towards some of my fan whores on Patreon. What is Patreon? It's a platform where you can subscribe to a Man Whore Podcast membership that gets you exclusive access to secret Fan Whore communities and dozens and dozens, nearly a hundred of bonus Man Whore Podcast episodes only available on Patreon. Right now, I want to give a shout out to Brandon Snow. Uh, can't tell if that can't tell if that's uh, like your real name or just a great Games of Game of Thrones reference. All right, thank you so much, Tarusa H, because I don't want to try to mispronounce your last name, uh, of Finland. Finland! I've got, not only do I have listeners in Finland, I have a, a fan horror member in Finland. That's really fucking cool. Uh, whatever language you speak in Finland, thank you in that one. I don't, I don't know how this, how this shit works. Uh, international people are really smart. Y'all know like multiple languages. In America, we're lucky if we have like a year of Spanish under our belt. Uh, see, I can't even speak English. And that's my main language. Some of y'all out there speak three, four, five. Oy. And uh, I want to also do a thank you to Stephen Nelson, the Enigma. Uh, thank you so much, buddy, for your uh, for your membership, for your support of the Man Whore Podcast and independent content creators like myself. And you, too, can become a member for as little as $1. Yep. All you have to do is head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Those memberships are how uh, I pay rent and how I'm able to afford to do the Man Whore Podcast full time for you. Become a member today by going on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Man Podcast. Tomorrow I've got a, a really kick-ass, awesome, dare I say scandalous bonus episode with Jay Taylor where uh, we get penetrative. But for now, let's get back to the show. And then he wants to wash my boobs because, you know, that's what you do when you're in your bath. You wash the boobs. But he didn't have any soap, so it was just more shaving cream. So it was just thick fucking shaving cream all over my tits. And then he wanted a hand job with the shaving cream, but I couldn't look at it because it was completely obscuring his whole penis. Who is this video for? This is it's this hand once. this shaving it's cream once. hand job it's fucking once. in a bath. Oh my god. <laughs> and I couldn't look at him. So I was just like this, jerking his dick, covered in shaving cream, until he came in the bath water. And then like we were done. And then he commented afterward, like, oh, you wouldn't look at me. And I said, I was just remaining open to camera. Because you know he's new. And he's like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, totally. I know he's what that like, means. Yeah. Of course. He's, good yeah, good of to course. say. Good, I, yeah, good luck. I was so, oh, my God. I will never forget that story. Is that your worst, like, on-camera experience? What's worse? I don't know. Uh, probably. The it worst, sounds like it the, to me. Some of the worst sexual. So I've done weird, the weird one of the worst sexual ones i did another one where i shot with this company in texas that was all about um interracial cuckolding mm. which is cool but like this the thing was i was cheating on my husband with a young black stud as as you do and um so i got caught at the hotel after he wanted a cream pie but i didn't do that so he just like came on my bush mm. and so this then this the director like walks in and eats all the cum 
And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, okay. And then he fucks me. But instead of like thrusting, because, you know, when you have sex with someone, you want to go in and out. I think he just likes feeling how loose the black dick made my pussy because he just kind of wiggle flopped on me like a fish totally human blanketed me and i remember like there have been a couple of scenes in my life there's always a few scenes where you look at the wall and you're like why what has brought me to this moment and then you take your check and go home (laughs) something i'm noticing picking up with you is like sense of humor seems to be like so freaking important you can't you you can't not you can't not because it wasn't nothing horrendously terrible has ever happened to me like i've done scenes where i'm like this is this is some bad this is some ridiculous shit but it's just fucking funny but like you're even like upstairs when i was watching you you fuck this fella uh mm-hmm. you're even laughing then like i i was uh, I'm, I, when you were laughing and, and saying like oh you got in my eye i'm like you, I, th- does she not know we're still rolling what's <laughs> this is- i have really casual sex and that's kind of my thing mm-hmm. because it i don't i don't want to be fake yeah i don't want to be fake like i can but it's boring I'd rather just fuck my friend Billy. And maybe one day I'll let him destroy me, but not. Yeah. Right? Yes, I've been there. I've been like, I've I've done scenes and been like, oh my God, after this, I'm going to get a cheeseburger. It's going to be so good. I feel like mainstream porn is kind of like the big budget blockbuster and then like, you know, independently produced stuff is kind of like the, you know, the indie art house stuff. Yeah. But even when you talk about how you like, you know, meeting, meeting your boyfriend, like that, what was it? What was it that attracted you to him? Uh, you were like, the first thing you said is like, he made me laugh. Oh yeah. He did make me laugh. He made everyone, everyone stopped and paid attention to him and that was the sexiest thing I'd ever seen. You can just like nod or shake your head, but like, do you find in, in your life, cause I, maybe I relate that you've, you've gotten, sex you maybe didn't always deserve because you were funny right oh god yeah, he's for sure the 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 hot the, the, the dude with abs here uh kept his hand down and uh because he didn't he, he didn't have to de- he didn't have to develop that I, I like to say a lot you know on stage i'd be like i'm not a big guy but i just want i want to get the type of body where i don't need to have a good personality <sighs> you know i was Right, I'll still Guys. be a good guy. I just want women to be shocked when I am. That's the, that's what I want to look like, <laughs> uh, and that's why I'm killing myself on Weight Watchers. <laughs> oh, fun! Oh my, uh, Jay, you have been fantastic to talk to. Are we Thank done? You. Uh, we don't have to be. If you want to talk, we could do like another ten minutes, do a little bonus episode. Yeah, let's do a want. bonus. Okay, I love I love it too much. I you do? Talk. No oh, one ever wants to talk to me about porn. <sighs> what do they want to talk to you about? Well, how, I don't know. How about that? Let's do that. That'll be the bonus episode. Yeah. Okay. For now, where can people find you find and Slam Dog, not Slam Pig? Films? Slam Dog. <laughs> slam Dog. Where can people find you on the internet? Everything connects to Twitter, mm-hmm. and that is Yippie Skip Y I P P I E S K I P. Mm-hmm. And Slam Dog is Slam Dog Films. And we can find all the all the links and all the hot stuff there. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can find you uh, fucking Billy King Triple X. We can find Billy King as well. X. Uh, but so we're going to do a little Patreon bonus episode, but, uh, until people hear that tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everyone? What do you want me to say? Is there like a special sign out you want me to do? I have my own, but I do it in the outro. I stay, I say, stay, stay, you know what you could do is you could, you should call me adorable again. Like, and you, you can list off reasons why, cause I know I like that part. That was my favorite part of this episode. Do you want me to be like really hot? Like try to make it like, re- like, 
you like could just phone sex you on the podcast. You could like honestly evaluate me in phone sex voice. Oh my like your, your your appearance. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, okay, do it I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go should hard. I, should I stand up? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I would hate for you. you to get a false impression just on my face and the blue eyes. <sighs> oh my god. Okay. 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 I don't like you put the shoes on my couch. Okay. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> see, okay. honest. We know she's being honest. Point off. Point off. Okay. So Billy, oh, let me see how tall you are. Oh fuck! Okay, Billy's. You're like. I'm gonna just talk to you because I like gushing about people who are cool. You're fucking really sexy. Like you got like this tousled hair, and your eyes are like the bluest, prettiest eyes I've ever seen. And you have a really cute nose, and your mouth is hot, and I want to sit on it. And I like that you got some extra body to you. And like, like I, I really like fuck you a lot. Let me know if you want to Skype. That's uh, that, that's a great way to end. You're hot, dude. You got big shoes on. Is is skyping allowed in the, the? No, not unless you pay for it. I'm uh, sorry. Good to know. But uh, yeah, that's that's one hell of a way to end. Uh, yeah, you. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Everyone, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>